0: how's it going guys and welcome back to the alonzi podcast thank you so much for joining me after our short break but it was a good break but we are now back with a very special episode to make up for that time and this is a very special british invasion version and i'm joined for the first time by a group of people and that is zach callum and hannah also known as Uchu shelf on the shelf and Hilo manga so say hi guys hello 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 i don't know whose name to click on so it's, it's kind of like just <laughs> rotating between the lot so what i want to do is first of all we're just going to start off um in case you guys don't know um who any of us are uh, just a quick introduction about who we are so um just in order of line i'll start with that do you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself um what made you decide to get in and, and how long you've kind of been doing this for uh yeah
1: so my channel's called Uchu Shelf. i've been doing it for i think just over a month now um and I, I'd always been kind of writing about manga and anime and stuff like that. And then kind of lulled here and there. And uh, eventually I saw a bunch of people doing like a manga too, like podcasts and, and videos and stuff. And I thought, you know what? What the hell? Might as well jump in there. And, and what, how long was it that you, you jumped in? Would you say? Uh, I've been watching on and off for like a year or so. And, um, I think I found you guys. And then I just kind of jumped right in pretty much instantly. I was like, okay, these
2: guys
0: are making videos. I'm going to see
2: how I can do that. So. Oh,
0: and and Ken, what about you? I think you're uh, you're one of the longest here.
2: Yeah, so uh, I've been making videos for I think it's a couple of months. It's probably like a month after you started. Um, and yeah, I, I I mean I mentioned it before. I got re- I used to be really into blogging, so I always used to write like blogs online, like reviews for anime and manga and stuff. And my, anime was always like my biggest sort of passion. And um, but then yeah, from watching other people, sort of the same as uh, Zach really, just watching other people make YouTube videos um, really sort of inspired me to kind of just give it a try and and take the leap really and start making my own. Oh, and what about you Hannah?
3: Yeah um, so I'm Hannah and I have a channel called Highland Manga. I have only started reading manga for like the last year and a bit um, and yeah I was lurking on MangaTube similar to you um, during that time and then um it was, it was from Christmas, like last year, that I was really starting to think this is something I really want to do. But I was just always just so shy to actually make a video. Um, and then you started um, your channel a couple of months and then shortly after On The Shelf started. And I think it was just a mixture of um, your pod, the first podcast you did together um, that finally got me to like just go for it. Um, and then so I put my first video out just at the start of June. So that's when i like six weeks ago or something that's crazy and it's been it's been a lot of fun it's really it's like changed it's changed my life like in strange ways but it's been it's been it's been good fun
0: so i I didn't know that you had um only been into manga that long how uh, zach how long have you been reading for uh 15 years Jeez. yeah (laughs) i think you've already won before i ask how long what about you
2: um since i was about 18 so like eight years oh wow
0: that's kind of crazy that, that, that we've kind of got a, a huge mix. And so, I mean, like, how how have you kind of guys found it so far? So, obviously, Hannah, I think you're probably the newest. Actually, I don't know. Zach's been quite new. But how how have you guys found it so far? I mean, it, it, anyway, it's been it's been a real quick time for everyone. Um, what's kind of been everyone's, like, first impressions when it comes to, like, how they... First of all, like, how did you think it was going to go? Um, were you kind of, like, pessimistic about it at first and then pleasantly surprised? Or, like, how did it go? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was incredibly pessimistic. I put the first video out and I'm like, yeah, nobody's going to watch this. And then, like, a week later, some like 500 people had watched it and I had like 30 subscribers and that had already exceeded my expectations hmm. how well I was going to do. So I was pretty
2: happy with
0: that. What about you, Callum?
2: Um, I think I just sort of tried not to worry too much about what other people were going to think of it. I was sort of very apprehensive of. Um, sort of getting hate for my opinions of things because I think that I've found the internet can be quite opinionated obviously on um, things that they're passionate about and I know that manga is quite a very personal s- subject for some people I think some people have their favorite series and to someone else they might absolutely hate them so for me to kind of put myself out there and say I really like this or I really hate that especially with the Manga Wars series that I'm doing. I'm always really worried that I'm going to just get so much hate for stuff that I say. But generally, I've found it absolutely fine. And I think that I have got the odd person who's kind of been a bit funny with me but I don't really care it's online like what are you gonna do like they can't come around <laughs> to my house and beat me up <laughs> well
0: I, th- I think it's just a ratio thing eventually someone's you're gonna you're gonna stumble across an asshole eventually it's just like a, a mathematical thing uh what about you Hannah then
3: um so I was I really wanted to do it because I've always been really bad at like public speaking and like presenting and I need to do that for like my like my work so I wanted to find a way to improve on that um, and also, just like try and make some friends, and also share the passion, and you know, you, like fuel the the passion that you have. Um, so, I, I mean, I thought that my first, you know, six months would just be terrible, and I wouldn't really get that many views. And then I thought I would gradually get better, but it was just like by the, you know, third video, I, I could already see a difference between the first video and the third video. I was, yeah, um, yeah, you know, I was really happy with how the changes that went on inside me and how I like presented the stuff. So,
0: yeah, I th- I think. Th- for me I, I remember thinking because it's such a niche I thought there's gonna be no one watching this stuff um and then just to see how like quickly and like I think everyone kind of grew quite quickly especially like there was people in the comments and like people were kind of already waiting for you it's like it was like starting this channel is kind of like walking through like arrivals at an airport or something There were just like people like waiting there or something like that um obviously
3: <clears throat> sorry I feel like you set you almost set everyone up though because you had this amazing foundation. You put so much hard work into it, and then you came out with, "Guys, this is a fantastic thing to do. If you want to do it, go for it." And then you know, a couple of us kind of popped up, like, "Okay, here's a little first video." Here you but go. I didn't really
1: have to put too
0: much work into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I
3: yeah, I was I was amazed by your first video. Uh, no,
0: I I appreciate that. I think for me, it was like um, I I was lurking, and I was I was finding I, that there wasn't any kind of videos that I was I wanted information on, and then I saw. Like uh, we can go onto it later on, but the quality of some people's like the videos out there just weren't really there. And I was just I remember like I saw Loka Lee's channel. I was like, so there's just in my opinion there was like like one or two guys doing something that was like I thought was a bit special. So I thought like I, I'm pretty sure I can give that a go, you know. And then um, also the fact that there was I, I realized there was pretty much no one from over in the UK doing it as well. And then I just thought there's got to be people over here. And then when everyone else kind of started you know popping up and everything like that I, I just got so excited i was like oh my god yes and then they were like m- like new friends and stuff like that i i i got really really excited about it um what i did want to kind of get onto was obviously it, this takes up quite a bit of time probably more than we realized when we started it was gonna take up so obviously it's got to be quite a bit of a main passion how have you kind of felt that you've kind of adapted to having this um because obviously manga is a hobby in itself to have a hobby that's probably even more time consuming than actually consuming the manga itself um have you kind of felt any struggles with it at all or kind of um any how surprised you've been about how like kind of like you know how much it takes up
1: not really i mean at first it was kind of like uh, i have to make a video and read this but now it's kind of i've got kind of fuel to read stuff because i mean there there have been times where i've just bought like i've got a whole bunch of crap on my shelf that i haven't read i've just i've been in a bookstore and i've just bought but now i have of a motivation to read it because i have something like make a video
2: about it and i can talk
0: about it so yeah they kind of bounce off each other a little bit yeah but what would how have you found it Calum? because you you've you've kind of been doing this for quite a little bit now as well
2: i'd agree um i think that it definitely i, I have to get a bit better at kind of organizing my time a little bit more now because uh, well definitely when i first started making videos i i'd say the quality of them was pretty not the best and it was sort of just like oh let's just see how it turns out I didn't really know how to edit things so it didn't really take me too long to edit things because I didn't really know what I was doing with that and and yeah I just sort of read when I could and film when I could whereas now because I know how long it can take to kind of edit everything and like sort all the audio out and everything like that it definitely means that I have to be a bit more cautious of what i read it's annoying to an extent because sometimes i've said like i kind of really want to read stuff that i've already read um in the past but to me if i read that i feel like it's counterproductive because i'm going to put out i'm not going to put out a video talking about it necessarily because it wouldn't really interest me because i read it mm. long ago and um, so i kind of have to sometimes force myself to read like maybe newer stuff that i think might um interest someone who's going to watch a video about it a little bit more but other than that um i still read as much if not more manga than i did before i started the channel definitely
0: and Hannah, i remember you saying in one of your vlogs about you know I mean, you know you actually did a video about having to stop watching manga tube like because it takes up so much time how have you felt having to do that as well as actually creating four said thing you need to kind of calm down on as well
3: (laughs) no it's it's incredible you really don't realize how much time goes into like creating these videos that you see Um, and i agree with uh, Callum, like the kind of learning curve you have to go through at the start when you first learn how i had no idea how to use uh, editing software and all about mics and stuff so there's definitely a, a kind of curve you have to get over but once you're kind of hitting your stride you know how long it takes roughly to to get a video out um but yeah, I'm I'm definitely struggling with it. It's, I I always want to read more than spend time making videos. So and there's been but it's it like so I'll, I'll I think I'll only I'll maybe produce less videos than than you guys might. But like there was one night I think it was a, this was in a vlog where I was like right I'm going to get my collection video done tonight and then I was just like I don't want like I just don't want to film I just want to sit and read. So I just was like, just kind of like tweeted about it. I was just like, oh, guess who read all the manga instead of you know, <laughs> making a video about manga. So, yes, is uh, I would always say I would prefer to read than to make videos. And videos is just a side product of the, the passion, which is reading manga.
0: Right. And Callum, you, you touched on a decent point as well, because you obviously you said about, you know, rereading stuff. Do we think because that's got to be subjective because... because say like you and zach for example you've been reading a lot longer that you're going to have a bigger library of stuff um to kind of pick up new stuff i know there's always new stuff coming through the door um but say for example like me and hannah won't necessarily have that because there's so much more of a bigger category do you find that you struggle to come up with more ideas for content because of that reason or do you think it's the other way around because you've got a bigger catalog of knowledge that you actually find it easier
2: I personally find it a bit easier because I have I can literally just look at my bookcases and I have like so many series on there that I haven't talked about yet so I do think that there's always something that I've kind of got in the bank that I can talk about but it's more I have to always think of it from my point of view as well like I really need to be sort of engaged in what I'm talking about and if I'm talking about a series that I read like 10 years ago or something then I don't really feel like I'm I'm kind of going to get the point that i want across so mm. i do prefer personally to read newer things and talk about newer things because it's fresh in my mind and i'm sort of discovering it for the first time as opposed to revisiting stuff but maybe it's something i'll do later if like people are interested in it or if there's sort of particular series that i really think's worth talking about i mean i did talk about a lot of the asano stuff that i read a long time ago but that's worthwhile because to me i'm still passionate about it all this time after i've read it do
0: you know what i mean well i mean yeah you came out the gate with an asano video actually didn't you yeah I, but i think that kind of that was a good thing i think kind of like set the present of you kind of get to know what this guy's about straight off the bat um obviously uh, times of trying to find out what it is that you do like when you come up to try and make video ideas do you try and try and think within a box or are you guys just planning to kind of do bits of everything? Like how are you deciding what the next video is or are we focusing on trends and you know, like how are we kind of doing that? Cause obviously part of the, the time, um, part that takes up the time is not just reading and making the video, it's actually coming up with the ideas and everything like that. How are, you, how are you kind of planning to do those? And is there any kind of like particular kind of thought process about it? Maybe Zach, I'll start with you, mate.
1: <laughs> I'm still figuring that out, to be honest. Like I'll, I'll be reading something, be like, yeah, that's a good idea for a video. And then I'll get halfway through filming it and it didn't work. And it's just, and then I, I have something that I'm like, oh, that's not going to work for a video that ends up working out like that. I had the My Hero Academia versus Black Clover uh, video. Mm. And the, and the scanlation video that I had no intention of making videos on, and then the, the more I started thinking about, it normally, yeah, okay, this is a video. So still so, figuring out just kind of you know how to just a, a schedule more or less.
0: Yeah. So when you were doing your videos like that, were you kind of surprised that you were kind because you that like especially like the scanlation one was was it, it could be considered you know quite a hot topic as well, and especially like you know like cams doing manga manga wars as well. If you kind of when especially when you do comparisons about quite. Like, you know, like a fan base like My Hero Academia and stuff like that, they're gonna they're gonna generate a certain amount of heat. Yeah. Um, were you surprised that, you know, quite early on that you were kind of like taking those on? Um, considering, you know, like obviously trying to build up confidence in making videos, but then all of a sudden you're kind of just like going, you know, screw, it, I'm just gonna put out put these one out there and just see see what happens.
1: I think I have kind of a penchant for uh drawing people in to give me hate because when I was writing for Crunchyroll, I was like, I wasn't super into Black Clover at the time, but I was like, Yeah, this is pretty good it's better than everything and and if you've seen some of the comments you'll know what i'm talking
0: about yeah i did see that link that (laughs) you put in how have you felt that um that history of yours is kind of coinciding with this do you feel like that having that experience is kind of added to anything or like how are you drawing from that at all if if you are i mean i used to i I,
1: part of my like actual day job is doing writing so then when I, i started writing about anime it started kind of translating into that and then the more i was writing about manga and doing that it just kind of it it all kind of seamlessly flowed into making videos so i mean i never found like a really hard learning curve moving from writing to making videos so it's kind of
0: it's almost the same just putting your 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 face and voice to it (laughs) um hannah obviously you started off um kind of quite an eclectic different kind of catalog of different types of videos how are you deciding what videos you're doing and and in terms of like, do you know, have you kind of got like a calling, should we say it, or like what you kind of know, a kind of area that you're tapping into, or are you just kind of brief for, like, you know, going for, going for it all?
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely just now I'm just going for, I'm just kind of trying to find which ones I enjoyed making the most. Um, mm. So yeah, and then the first one I did was a manga haul. And then the second one was a video that I wish I'd seen earlier. So it was the tips video. Um, and it's just yeah i guess i'm just trying to make things that i myself would want to watch um and yeah it's just you know i don't really know it's it's one of these things where i have all these ideas in my head and then it's like okay i'll pick a serious one and it's like a little seed that's planted in my head and then and then i have to go to work monday to friday and it just gets like you know little little like ideas come from it starts sprouting and then finally like a week later i get to actually put the, the idea into a video so it's i have a lot more time to think my ideas through i guess just because i don't have the time to film during the week and stuff so um yeah just whatever one forms into a more kind of coherent picture i'll I'll go ahead with that one first
0: no 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 definitely Callum. you um do you do you think that there is a particular way that people should start or do you think because obviously you started off with a bit of a love letter to asano which most people would consider like okay what you want to do is you want to start off with a whole video then a collection video and then you want to do a review and then you want to do that um you didn't do that at all um how do you what's your opinions on on that sort of thing
2: i just i don't know i i just i'm still figuring it out myself i think i'm still just trying to keep it fresh for me i kind of you have to take inspiration from videos that you like I think so I was definitely watching a lot more of these sort of um like top five videos or um you know like kind of in-depth discussions about stuff so I think that's why I was geared more towards making those and you can't really ever be sort of um all about the views like some of the best videos that i've made get very few views whatsoever but i'm not going to stop making them because i really enjoy making them i really like that's what i kind of want my channel to sort of be about just more sort of having fun making sure that what you're creating is what you enjoy doing and um yeah in terms of the asano thing like And that's what made me watch Zach's channel to begin with, because he, one of his, I think it might have been his first video, was an Asano video. And I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. Like, he knows what he's on about. And yeah, there's a place for the haul videos and the collection videos. We all love making them. We all love watching them. And that's why they do so well. But aside from that, you've got to just put a bit of yourself into it, I think. And that's why, yeah, I was really drawn to... Um, zach's channel initially because he could just tell how passionate he was about what he was talking about so
0: well that's the thing as well eventually people will come back to those videos anyway so even if they they don't necessarily go straight off the bat at least you can say that you enjoyed it and then they they'll get discovered later on down the line as, as you grow zach obviously you've got a bit of a history with uh manga prior to this did you ever Have you ever been worried about burnout or anything like that at all, considering that kind of you've had this kind of history, you're just putting it into a new medium at all? Um, I mean,
1: so far, usually with my hobbies, I usually experience burnout pretty much after a month and I haven't yet. So I- I'm pretty confident that this is kind of one that will stick. Um, I mean, I ha- I'm always jumping between hobbies and one that I always come back to is manga anyway. So I kind of consider it my primary hobby.
0: So what is it about, um, obviously, start, since you started the channel that you've why you have it? Because I'm, I'm quite like that. I pick something up, I obsess over it for a week, and then I start I stop playing with it. And why do you think that? You know, since doing the channel, that you've not experienced that. Uh,
1: I'm not questioning it. I have no idea. To be honest,
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you do, do? we think that? Um, Hannah, because obviously you you you've started the most recent, and and you've you've grown really really fast. Do you think that the feedback and the kind of positive response kind of is one of the it kind of helps that not happen that kind of burnout or kind of think like everyone has that kind of thing you know like on a Sunday they go can't be asked you know and to kind of go no no, no I, I should actually do it um, do you think that it's community feedback or what would or you think it is that kind of makes you decide I'm just going to get up and go do it
3: but it's, it's definitely that it, it goes in like a cycle it's like okay I've, I'm editing this video like there was a vlog that was just taking so long to edit and I was just like right this is too, i like I'm never doing a vlog again and then like everyone commenting oh this is a great vlog and then hearing people like talk like on the live stream or yourself on they say oh you know Highland man is doing all these great things and then I'm just like that's me I was like I'm doing another vlog tomorrow um so yeah and then you then you edit it again and you're like oh this is boring but yeah you, you do go up and down and um yeah, I'm I'm quite conscious of burnout as well. I'm very like an all or nothing kind of person. So um but it's it's actually really helping me with like burnout and my research as well because like it is like I'm forced to be distracted from manga tube by doing that and then I'm forced to be distracted from the research by doing manga tube. So it's like two things I'm very passionate and take up a lot of my headspace, but like I'm finding time to have a break from them both.
0: So mm. yeah. I- how are we all feeling that it's kind of like, has has this changed anyone um, in terms of like confidence, their personality at all? Has anyone kind of noticed any differences or do you just feel like it's quite the same?
1: I found that uh, like making videos has actually made me more confident in talking, um, especially at work where like I, I would avoid phone calls, like like anyone off <laughs> to do an email. But now I'm just like, it's easier to jump on the phone and I'm just more confident with like how I'm talking and stuff.
0: So. Well, Callum,
1: what
2: about you? I was... Um... I got diagnosed with social anxiety like not even that long ago. So for me just talking to you guys who considering a couple of months ago I didn't know who you were like that it was to me was a terrifying kind of thought. So I would never have put myself kind of in any sort of public kind of social situations like I, I really hated like I, at work I, I obviously know the people I work with so I can kind of deal with that but when i first started work i was absolutely terrified of talking to anyone so um i think that yeah definitely it's done a lot for like my confidence just by me being here is kind of like a testament to that i think
0: yeah and obviously you would have um been thinking about doing it for quite a while because obviously you have to everyone has to try and convince themselves to to kind of eventually make the push um do you do you feel like it was the the, it was scarier than it actually turned out to be
2: Yeah, I think you you always expect the worst. I I definitely do. I'm very pessimistic about a lot of things. So I think um, you just kind of got to get over that. And and even I was always worried about people finding out about my videos, like who I know. And I know that, um, Hannah, you said that people at your work had found out that you make videos as well and to me that was terrifying i always i definitely didn't want anyone to know and they have since found out and it's completely fine i think you always big things up in your head to be a lot worse than they're gonna really be
0: Mm. and have you found that it kind of is has it had any kind of impact on your personality at all? It's
3: it's completely changed my public speaking aspect of my job. Like I can't thank you enough for this because, like I had you basically, I have, I have to like get up and make a presentation about like maths and boring stuff. And like I do like it, but there's no passion for it. So I was always just like this shy wee Scottish girl that would stand up and just be like, no, "I did this, I did that." Um, but now that I've like had that outlet to like speak passionately about something that like I, I love then it's like taught myself that like no I can like I can form for a coherent like story like I can tell my story I can you know keep people uh, entertained so like just having that in my head and um, during these like public presentations and stuff has like completely changed how they've gone down um it's been it's been really good um and yeah I guess in terms of just like everyday stuff uh yeah, I mean, I, I just need to thank Calm so much for uh, sharing his story just on the first podcast there because, yeah, that's kind of resonated a lot with me as well. Um, and even, like, uh, people at my work, like, on Monday, it's always like, an, oh, what did you do at the weekend? And I was kind of, I would kind of just say, oh, just, you know, read some books and went outside or something like that. Um, but then I just so happened to say, oh, you know, I watched Finland Saga or, you know, just said something specific. And then it turns out that this guy actually watched Dr Stone and then we just started chatting and then uh, yeah I ended up showing them my um, collection video and then but yeah that's another story how everyone then found <laughs> out about the channel it was I just wanted to be swallowed up it was but
0: uh. see the thing is as well as like it's not only is it a kind of uh, a test of confidence as well you're also being creative as well so it's like a double thing because it's just like okay so I might be okay I might be you know, I'm going to be all right speaking in front of them. That That's fine. But then at the same time, then you've also, it's, it's a double thing. So not only are they going to, you know, you're worried about them approving of you, but then are they going to like what I've made for them as well? Um, How you kind of felt that, do, do you guys feel any pressure of like uh, to put stuff out that, you know, people are going to enjoy or are you really not caring? I'm imagining Zach probably doesn't care. No, not really. My no. <laughs> entire
1: job is creative. So I've just learned to avoid... Not avoid criticism but just put it into the back of my mind um i mean there's always going to be somebody who hates something you create so you can't just let that not create like you can't let that not let you create
0: yeah because otherwise it'd be a shame because you could be sitting on something that could be really valuable to someone yeah. um Callum, you, you talk about you know the social anxiety and stuff like that and then you go and make a, a series like manga wars yeah. um th- th-
2: i'm just a glutton
0: for punishment yeah so so tell me how because like uh I, I we talked about it on, on when we did the podcast um and um i was actually really really happy because um obviously you come out and tell you know say about you know the anxiety and everything like that and you just you were the first person on my podcast as well so that was like a big deal i still think it's probably the most watched one as well so it was like it was it was a big deal and the fact that you were willing to do that as well kind of and then go on and you had already done manga walls before that as well um Tell me how you go from, you know, not feeling confident to do it to just going, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to put two big titles together. I'm going to do this, this and that and go and do, because I don't, there are, you know, other podcasts, but like that, that there aren't many. So you knew, you knew that people would, would see like how, how you made that,
2: that, that jump. I think it just helps that, um, I'm kind of behind the screen in this virtual kind of Presence. I think if it was if it was in another kind of situation where I was face to face with someone and they said, "Right, give me your opinion of this," I would kind of go into myself and and crumble and I would really struggle. So I think if I ever met anyone who might have watched that video and they disagreed with what I say and they told me to my face, I'd probably just die. <laughs> but the fact that I can upload it, forget about it, and then I actually found I think the first one I just really wanted to talk about it. I I, it was something that I was passionate about and I was like, what the hell, like this channel on making videos as much for me as for everyone else. So I put it out and then to find that after a while, when you look back at it and people agree with you and, or if they disagree, then it's more of a constructive kind of debate as opposed to just, uh, we hate what you are saying and you're wrong, like as I thought it was going to be that I just got over it. So definitely, like you said, the first podcast that we did, I might not have shown it but internally i was kind of freaking out and i was really kind of i don't know if i can do it but i think everyone gets like that with everything it's just managing it and i have sort of learned over time to deal with it anyway so uh, i i like putting myself in these difficult situations because it challenges me and it makes me kind of learn from it, so I kind of yeah. I'd like to say I'm a glutton for punishment. I just like to sort of make this sort of horrible situation for myself and see how it plays out.
0: Well, that's the thing, you know. The more money you put down on the table, the bigger the reward can be when it comes back. Um, and I want to ask you because obviously you now, you know, people know about your channel, you know, in the workplace and stuff like that. How were you genuinely terrified beforehand, and who did you who knew beforehand, and you know, like. You know and and who knows now and how is that kind of has that affected the way that you make videos now knowing that oh sandra from the office you know is gonna like <laughs> check this out you know i don't know why i picked sandra i just you know actually, there's someone hey not a stalker
3: <laughs> um, so before only my like boyfriend knew um and my mum knew but she didn't know what it was um But yeah, so it started with that guy I told because of the manga collection, and this guy is just like a joker kind of thing. And then, so the next day, the day I'd posted my top 10 covers, Um, so I was just at my desk minding my own business. And then he just, you know, pushed his uh, swirly chair over to me and was playing my video on his phone. And it was then just going, oh, hey, like the tune, you know. And then, you know, people came over like, Hannah, why are you on the internet? Do you know what manga is? No. And then yeah. So there was maybe like four people who were who overheard and then everyone had it on their computers at work.
0: It was just I think it would that it was, Oh man.
3: It was horrible, but it was also they were like good friends at work. So in a way it felt like we had gotten closer because they now knew, oh, my big dark secret, which isn't really. I mean, most people were just like, This is amazing, like I didn't know you did this, like good for you putting yourself out there um, and then people again it was like what you touched on um, in your misconceptions video people were just like is it just not weird Japanese stuff um, and then I started you know and then we kind of got closer because I'm now recommending CDs to them and stuff so yeah it's, it's, overall it's been good even though that moment was horrific.
0: And since they've known have you noticed a difference in the way of the, like how you're acting on screen or, or you kind of just being the same Because the that's same. only
3: like fought for five
0: people out of like 200 people yeah but I, I i don't know about you but i i i i wouldn't see i still think that that can be considered a bigger deal like knowing that there's like five people in real life that know other than like hundreds and hundreds of other people cuz it just feels a lot more like daunting like they they, they know me they're going to catch me out almost exactly like, do you do you feel like that at all
1: oh yeah <laughs> i mean i had a friend who i didn't even know was like into anime and manga and he messaged me on facebook after i think it was my uh, I think it was my first video actually, and he's like, "Hey, I just saw this pop up on uh, the recommended videos. This sounds stupid. Is this you? Because it sounds like you." And I was like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, that's me."
0: And um, since then, like, have you kind of, kind of noticed a change, or are you just kind of like, Nah. Yeah, you know, nah. I
1: actually, I, I kind of hope that there are people out there that I know that are kind of secretly watching my videos, and then I'll see them in real life. Like, hey, I'm a huge fan. I'm kind of fingers crossed for that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, like, kind I know that your your missus knows about it. Does anybody else in your like family or anyone else like? Because you've had your friends in your vlogs as well.
2: Yeah. So the they my work friends know, and they have told more people at work which I wasn't particularly pleased about but what can you do like um but everyone that they have told it's like they've watched them but a lot of them have subscribed as well so I don't know whether that's because they kind of want to like take the mick out of me later or if they're actually interested in it but I've like I found that it's like it's more of an accepted hobby at least at the minute, I have found that it used to be because people want to know what it's about. I've been bringing books into work now because I'm like, what the hell? Like people know that I read this. They know that I make videos about it, so I might as well read it on my breaks. And people have been looking through and saying, oh, this is cool. So yeah, my friends know and they've, they keep asking to be in more vlogs and I'm like, guys, I'm not making another vlog right now. Like, oh, just Get a video of us so we can be internet famous. <laughs> uh, but other than that, yeah, I I think it's fine. I think you just, people, as long as you're enjoying it, it doesn't really matter who's watching. That's what I think anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I think like, you touched on a good point there because especially like, I do think it is getting a little bit more accepted just because of like the way culture's going now. I mean, there are you know random everyday you know your dad from the office is now going to watch a three hour film about the avengers so it's like if 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 they're gonna do that they can't then go oh what's that pitch that you're what you're reading there you know like what's that a japanese book but then you're going to watch a man in a cape go and fight a guy with a glove do you know what i mean so it's like you know I, that's why i definitely think that it's probably a bigger deal in our heads than it than it kind of is um like in real life do you guys feel like the you know growing up in the uk is that you didn't grow up here no. did you um so i would like to kind of talk about that as well because obviously the three of us have kind of grown up in the uk which is quite i don't know if people across seas kind of know that it can be quite brutally honest and a little bit especially like growing up in like the school systems and everything like that it can be quite not rough but very very harsh um How have you kind of felt that coming over from overseas, coming over here, that the kind of way that people accept things and um, like the kind of culture over here might be different? I haven't noticed a huge difference. I mean, I always
1: say that the difference between Canada and the UK is just the side of the road you drive on. (laughs) It's a really easy transition for me. Um, I, I know, I mean, now that I'm an adult, I pretty much surround myself with people that I have the same interests with. Whereas when I was growing up in school, it was kind of like I was the only kid sitting in the back of the class, just reading a book during recess, kind of thing. So,
0: yeah, I think. So um, do you think that, that maybe it's a case of um, it's like the only reason everyone thinks that their childhood is like they're not accepted as a child is because they're forced to be around people that aren't the same, and then when you get an up an adult, you're just like, I couldn't give a shit. I only like my friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hannah, you grew up in Scotland. Notoriously quite tough, um, and people that just say it how it is. How have you kind of felt? I mean, obviously, you've only started kind of reading, uh, in the last, what, since twenty two, twenty three ish. Um, how have you kind of felt that it, it, that you're starting it as an adult, kind of like me, um, in somewhere like the UK? Like, do you feel like it's, it, it's not really a big deal? Because obviously, Callum grew up with it in school, so he, he's probably going to have a very different experience. How have you kind of felt that you're kind of, um, acceptance of it all has been.
3: Um I'm almost glad I didn't like it in school because the, there was a group of people I knew, knew kind of yeah, it would kind of like narrow to run through the schools so I didn't really know them personally, but I was now I've been thinking, looking back, they probably were into anime and manga and they were bull- bullied like horrifically. Um there was like a lot of bullying in my school. Um everyone was just would just pick something about someone and it would it, you know pick out all your flaws kind of thing. Um and yeah it was just horrible uh, but so I guess you know that would kind of force people to not open up about it because if people found out then you'd just be ridiculed basically um, and so that's why I guess I never knew about it until I was yeah 22, 20 and I started I uh, met my boyfriend and he introduced me to anime and then it wasn't until you know kind of had um, it was it was basically like I got interested in anime and then Um, I wanted to read manga but uh, you know I like just looked in a a bookshop saw how expensive it was just saw fairy tale and Naruto and saw there was going to be like 90 volumes of each (laughs) saw my bank balance as a student (laughs) in Edinburgh and was like this is not going to happen for me right now one day I'll have a library Um, and then you know uh, going up up to about a year and a half ago I had some extra money and started uh, collecting it Um, but yeah, I remember uh, at Christmas, uh, like my brother asked me like what I wanted for Christmas, and then I was like, oh, you know, maybe like it was a chai sweet home I wanted, cause, just because they were a bit expensive, the vertical ones, because they were full colour. And then he just opened it, and he was just like, what is this non
2: pattern?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's it's just about a bit of cat. And then he's just like, this is embarrassing, I can't believe I bought this for you. And
2: then, like, <laughs>
3: so obviously, he would never go into a shop and buy it. And, and like yeah my friends from like my hometown I don't think they they have like horrible thoughts on it I, I'm never going to tell like uh, my friends from back there because it's uh, they, they would just be like well do you know what a weep is and it's like yeah but like people on the internet it's not a bad thing but like and yeah like in my hometown it is very much an insult
0: uh, mm. so, Yeah, I mean, obviously you, you went to school over here um, being into anime um, were you reading manga while you were in school or was it just anime at that time
2: um it was just anime i think I knew, I knew of manga but i wasn't really into reading anything outside of what i was forced to read in school so yeah i just solely kind of stuck with anime
0: do you feel like the um the kids that you grew up with that was into that as well were kind of stifled because of the way that it wasn't accepted or like you know the people would go you know like what's that Oh? you know that that do you feel like um the kids that you were surrounded with, that were into that as well, maybe like you as well, were kind of like, I don't know, shackled a little bit because of it.
2: It was it was really frustrating for me more than anything because in uh, primary school when I was like really young, everyone watched it, so everyone watched Dragon Ball Z. We used to like have arguments about who the best character was in school, and it's like I I just didn't grow up, I think, but. I don't even say that I feel like they were they just sort of lost interest in it that's all I put it down to and I found that there was more to it I found Death Note I think that was like the the major turning point when I watched Death Note and I was like it isn't just for kids it's not just all fights it's very like intellectual and and there's more to it than that and and when you try and kind of tell people about that they just shrug it off they're like oh it's just another like you say it's just another Yu-Gi-Oh! it's just another pokemon like that's kids stuff but i'd just love to kind of like go back and show one of those like 12 year old knobheads an episode of berserk and just traumatize it <laughs> and say it's not just for kids like watch anime it's awesome so i don't know i think i i kind of i i'm over it now at the time it was really frustrating just to people for people to say Oh, it's why are you buying that? Why are you spending all your money on you know DVDs of this rubbish? But it's there's so much more to it, and I appreciate. And I, I've, I'm i over it more so now because people who are my age, I recommend stuff to, and they actually watch it and they enjoy it. So I'm like, see, I was right all along. Like, I, mm. I got the victory out of it.
0: Zach, exactly. obviously, you are the the longest standing kind of consumer of manga and anime. Um. Did you go to school as a fan of anime and manga?
1: Yes, I was very quiet about it until high school. Um, I went to an anime club, which looking back now was probably not the best idea because it's kind of putting a pin, like a target on your back for people to have something to make fun of you for. Um,
0: so like grade school was fine, but high school was like really
1: rough. <laughs> so,
0: uh, so, yeah, Because the thing that I find is, Can touched on it there, is, you know, we all kind of, you know, used to collect the pogs and in- trade the cards and everything like that and then everyone grows up and people go oh i won't watch any of that anime nonsense but i'll watch love island you know and or something like that and i just kind of feel like um i I don't know like how do you kind of feel like once you've that the transition of you know becoming an adult and just you know which do you think that it's a case of that it's just a, a very kind of incubated period of time and it's not a representation of the real world
1: uh i I definitely think that now at the time i was like why why doesn't everyone like this like this is cool like how do you look at this and not think this is cool like at my experience is everyone either thought anime and manga was either for kids or like porn Mm. it's always like
0: (laughs) oh that's for kids or oh you're reading like tentacle porn like what are you doing (laughs) yeah i mean this is the thing is like um i i I think for me that the the thing that i always think is the real shame is those people that didn't transition out of that because we all know that adults that are still in the real world that are just carbon copies of each other and didn't get that why do you think it is that um people like you like all of us managed to kind of break free of that and kind of go like oh shit there's like i made it through and I actually have a personality what do you think think that is <laughs> um i'm not sure why i mean i was just i i really hated the
1: fact that i mean there were people who would like bully me for watching anime or like wearing an anime shirt to school and stuff and it was like ter- like terrible at the time but I wasn't just going to let someone like that just kind of take something I really enjoy away from me and like regardless of how old I am I mean obviously it's I don't get a lot of that now if any but
0: mm. you see that's the thing it's like I I didn't grow up with um I you know I I loved you know, anime as a kid when I was in secondary school I was it was all like heavy metal was just my thing but i felt like either similar thing because you know if i went to school with like a trivium t-shirt or a metallica t-shirt i was the grunger i was the oh you bet you like slipknot don't you and then now slipknot's one of the biggest bands in the world so it's like it, it just kind of i just feel like it might not just necessarily be anime so if anyone's watching this and thinks that it's just like exclusive to anime it's not i generally think it's the same with like games if you know there are people that used to like like nintendo and games like super mario and stuff and they would think oh that's that's rubbish you need to go play gears of war or like you know or, or something like that it's i feel like it happens all the time with different things I'm just,
1: I'm just, I'm just, I'm just... Right.
0: go ahead
2: sorry zach go ahead
1: no, i was just, just really quick i just find it cool that i think anime is kind of more mainstream now You know like there, i know a lot more people nowadays that watch anime and it's just it's everywhere and like even my dad has said like when he's growing up if you were like into comics in like high school, like you get your ass kicked and now everybody's going to sit Avengers is what, like the biggest biggest movie of all time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so.
0: Well that's the thing, it's like um I th- I think culture's just kind of like that. It's yeah. it, it, it it's mad that to think that it it probably happens every generation and then they grow out of it and then it just kind of relapses like that at all. Yeah. Um Callum, what were you gonna say there?
2: I was gonna just say that I'm still really hurt that people like wear vans shoes now and they think that they're cool because i got so much crap at school for wearing like skate shoes and things like that and mm. and certain brands like converse for ages weren't cool like if you had a pair of converse in my school they weren't like nike air max or something like that you got so much crap so it was like that in canada too <laughs> yeah everything changes like people really love like like metal bands now i've got people friends at work who listen to like architects and stuff like that and that sort of music i think is like so brutally heavy that if I played it to anyone, like at school, I would get the absolute shit kicked out of me. So I don't know how this has happened, but I'm glad it's happening. It's, I'm glad that everyone's changing their opinions on things.
0: Yeah, it's kind of been like trendified. I think like Netflix, especially with anime, has been a has been a huge thing because I've said it before that other than like stand-up comedy and the odd exclusive, anime is probably the biggest thing on Netflix, and I think that that's kind of really helped kind of push it, especially like. You've got the nostalgia on there, you know, the Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff. But then you get these cool series like Death Note on. There's a great gateway. They're the, they, I always say they are the Lincoln Park of, of anime kind of thing. You know, they get the people through the door. But it's like what you say, like with the the whole Vans thing. I remember like I remember I bunked off school um to go get Sent anger when uh, the Sent anger album that Metallica put out. And I remember I came back and I had to have it in my school bag. And I remember just people ripping the shit out of me for it, just saying, "What is that like goth stuff that you've got?" And now. Kendall Jenner and that lot are wearing Metallica t-shirts and Kanye West and now it's the cool thing Um, and it's just kind of just I I don't know I I just find that it's like it's really frustrating but the only thing that would be cool when I was in school right
2: (laughs) I think maybe it's a good thing for us though because maybe it means that manga and anime Will be the next thing that everyone sees is like cool because I'm sure I've seen celebrities like I think Samuel l. Jackson watches anime, he loves like, it, <laughs> new, yeah, well, dog, and things like that. So that's pretty cool. But
0: well, didn't Elon Musk actually have his uh Twitter um picture as uh the the main dude from uh Full Metal Alchemist? You have to excuse me, I don't know the name, but yeah, like they had that, that character, and I was just like, cool, like um, so. L- i wanted to just kind of go through um get a little bit of um what your guys' thoughts on certain manga series so um what i think would be cool is if we could just say it's gonna be tough but like maybe like your your top three um so i'll i'll start with zach because he's got the biggest catalog and it'll probably be toughest for him last i gotta think about this all right then i'll I'll start with hannah then
3: uh i only have this because i forced myself to think about it today during your community challenge tag (laughs) Um, I, i said that my number one was full metal alchemist uh yeah, because that was the first anime I watched, and then I've read it twice now, and I really enjoyed uh, the two times I read it. Um, and then yeah, the close kind of second and third were Attack on Titan and uh, JoJo Part Three. But again, it's I'm so new to it all. I feel like I feel like a, an imposter to say that these are the, the you know my favorite series. Uh, I'm sure at, like, within six months or within a year that they'll completely change. So
0: yeah. well, I think especially for like people like me and you who are kind of new to it. You're kind of getting all the classics and the hits straight away, so it's like going to see the greatest hits tour. So every song is going to be—it's it's hard not to kind of everyone to be your favourite. Um, Callum, obviously you've been reading
2: for quite a while. Have you? Uh, have you got a favourite three? Um, it always changes, but I'd, I'd say at the moment, I'd, in no particular order, because I can't really order them. Uh, it's got to be Good Night, Pump. Pom for sure, because it's like the most emotional ride like that I've ever read in my life, and it still sticks with me now. And then, probably, I'm just looking at my shelf to try and like work out what it is. <laughs> um, Yeah, Vagabond, for sure, for the art style, because it's insane. If you like action manga, and you like battle scenes, which I do, and I really like violent stuff, then that is just probably the best art that I've ever seen. And then, my favourite manga just for nostalgia and i don't care how much hate it gets is bleach like it's my favorite shonen i love it so much more than any other shonen that i've ever read so it's always going to be bleach all 74 volumes are awesome no matter what anyone says <laughs> yeah sticking with that
0: and zach we'll, we'll come back to you um i think
1: at the moment because it's really hard to think of an overall kind of top three um i'm gonna steal callum's answer so good night Pum Pum definitely um just one of the best series that you could ever read um um i guess the flowers of evil um which is another it's by a mangaka called uh shuzo Oshimi. and it's kind of really dark and psychological and kind of the same vein that goodnight Pum is um and then i guess the third one would be a tie between uh akira and Gantz.
0: oh wow okay so we got quite an eclectic little mix here yeah um does any like so what uh, another one that I wanted to ask is is there a t- like a, is there a specific manga that everyone has that kind of affected them a little bit more than they expected or one that kind of resonated a little bit more um does anybody want to go first or have no one thought <laughs>
1: everyone's looking around um I've read good night Pun uh, at a particularly tough time in my life, and uh, I think it was probably one of the best things I can do because. Um, it made me kind of realize that my life is not as bad
0: as this little bird's. So, um, so you kind of felt it was kind of a little bit more of a um, not therapeutic, but well, yeah, I suppose therapeutic. In a way, yeah,
1: therapeutic. Um, I don't know. It's hard to describe. It was just, it just, it didn't make me feel better or anything because it's definitely one of the most depressing mangos. Um, it, it's very cathartic to read, and then it was just kind of, it kind of gave me the push to kind of deal with. So at the time, I, I hadn't
0: been dealing with like some problems that I wasn't that I was dealing with, so kind of like peeling a scab, almost yeah. like yeah. Um, what about you, Calum? Is that have you? Have you had any anything like that at all? I
2: think there's there's um nothing that I've really kind of, other than Pump Pum, just for like the emotional kind of aspect of it, that did affect me, but I didn't. Um, I didn't really relate to it at the time that I read it, but I have read a lot more stuff recently that I definitely going in thought. I wouldn't enjoy at all and then i really loved him because um like mostly shojo stuff because i've been making myself read shojo stuff and i don't read it and i feel like it's not aimed at me at all but then um so like i've got uh, yona of the dawn which i read recently which is absolutely fantastic um i didn't think it would be anything like what I was expecting it to be and it was amazing and then I read Tokyo Tarariba Girls as well which the title the cover all of it's so girly. and I thought this is not this is not for me but we'll see and it's amazing so I think you kind of you, it's the age-old saying you can't judge a bu- book by its cover you've always got to go in with an open mind and see what happens
0: hmm no, that's a good
2: point um Anna, what about you
3: um so like affected in terms of changed my life the most i guess um i'd probably go with assassination classroom because that was the first series i ever picked up i just saw the spines and waterstones and i was like this looks nice i want this in my shelf um and then you know, it's like a ridiculously silly story about someone wanting to kill their teacher. I was like, it's high school kids. I was like, I'm a, I'm a grown woman. I would not be interested in what these high school kids are up to. Um, but I just loved it. I was hooked, uh, and I got all twenty one volumes like within like two weeks or something. And then it just started this blossoming passion for manga. So, yeah. That's-
0: yeah, I, I'd agree. I, 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 there's nothing that I've read that's really like affected me emotionally. But I'd say. Like You said, like, I uh, the, the first one that I read was Uzi Marki, and that kind of started it off. So, I've kind of got a sentimental thing for that. But, can you touch on it on a on a point that was saying that um, it was shoujo that you kind of uh, maybe like emotionally resonated. Do you think that like your typical kind of like shounen stuff like that wouldn't typically resonate with people like that because it's not aimed to kind of deliver that? Whereas maybe like Seinen and maybe like Shoujo and Jose are a, li- are a little bit more. Thought-provoking in that way. Do do any of you guys agree with that, or do you think that it's just how you interpret yourself?
2: I personally just find that they're very character-driven, more so, and they're quite emotional. And there's usually a lot of romance stuff, which is either hit and miss. But I think they're usually quite grounded in reality. So I find that shonen and seinen, like the most of the stuff that I have. Is very action fantasy kind of over the top. So that I use that as more of an escapism kind of. I just like to sort of go into some other world and watch these characters fight. But if anyone ever asked me which manga would you want to be in if you could be, I would really struggle because all of those are such kind of like horrible worlds that you wouldn't want to live in where everyone's just trying to kill each other and stuff. But I think if you read if you try and read Shoujo and Jose stuff. Um, maybe they, people think that it's just for girls who kind of want to get invested in these kind of character relationships but I actually find them a lot more engaging sometimes personally than just watching someone beat the hell out of someone <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Zach has there been anything that you've kind of been kind of surprised by like you, you were surprised that it was the way that it turned out to be like you, you, you picked something up expecting it to be a certain way and then all of a sudden you read it and it took a complete turn
1: um i don't know if anyone here has read i am a hero but i went that blind thinking that it was just like a slice of life kind of daily thing about just this weird guy that writes manga and then i'm not going to spoil it but you get halfway through and that's just not the case at all
0: (laughs) yeah I, i i i picked that up i've only got volume um one and two and i was like quite surprised at it as well um i i felt like that with um i don't know if anyone has read the promised neverland i thought that it was going to be kind of like a typical kind of light-hearted thing and then i was like oh jesus christ that's really really dark um what about hannah have you kind of had anything that you were kind of surprised that it how it turned out
3: yeah um wonderland so this one from the front cover it's just like kind of alice in wonderland-esque kind of story and then what actually has happened is everyone in the world has shrunk down to this size and yeah i'm not going to spoil it but um it's not as fun as you'd think uh it's <laughs> quite gruesome as brutal um there's a lot of yeah scary stuff very Zombieland land vibes uh, survival story uh but yeah
2: what about you Callum? <laughs> um i'd say for me uh the one the last one that I really went in blind was Living Stone because it cuz it's from the the artist who made Deadman Wonderland I honestly thought that it was going to be another battle series and I was all geared up for some like hardcore violence and stuff and it was much more like episodic every chapter was just about some sort some other side character and how they're kind of dealing with trauma or like suicide and it got really dark like really fast and took me by surprise and i was a bit like whoa so for a four volume series it definitely was not what i was expecting but in a good way
0: (laughs) all right so um has there been any has anybody had like any series or anything like that that you just for whatever reason it was didn't you, you couldn't enjoy and you don't really maybe you don't know why but there was just something about it that you didn't connect to i'll maybe start with zach um
1: i'm just trying to think here I, i'm just gonna i'm gonna say my hero academia actually it's not that i hate the series i just i i don't like it as much as everyone does and i don't i guess i don't see what everyone else sees in it i'm not sure why it's not like it's, it's technically bad or anything about it it's horrible it's just it's, i don't know it's just not for me really
0: do you think it's just a taste thing, or do you think it's just because you felt like it doesn't have anything new? I mean, I haven't read it or watched it, but um, it, it, I, I can't from the outside. It doesn't look like anything groundbreaking. But does yeah. is, is that how you feel? That's how I feel. Like it's not, it's not doing anything
1: new. I think, I think it's, the thing it's capitalizing on the most is just the popularity of superheroes, which I'm not really that all into anyway. So,
0: yeah. What about um, you, Hannah? Is there anything that you've kind of been a little bit like? <laughs>
3: Um, Yeah, so in the kind of history of manga, my manga collecting, I've only ever stopped, you know, decided to stop collecting two series. One of them was Soul Eater, stopped at volume eight. I just, I didn't really get it. Um, The anime was quite good. Um,
0: You've just broken Callum's heart there.
3: I just, like, like, for one thing, they're Yen Press, so they're really expensive. So it had to be really good for me to pay that price for them. Two, it was just, I liked the, I liked one of the characters, the, what's his name? Excalibur or something. I liked him, but like the other characters were just like, eh. Um, So I thought I would just make that an anime only series for me. Um, And the second one is Cage of Eden. And because I went into it thinking it was going to be like lost, it was going to be this fantastic mystery survival series. And then it was just like, tits, tits, tits. And like for me, like I don't mind fan service. I'm not going to rule a series out if it has fan service, but it has to be a worthwhile plot and things to, to make it kind of worth putting up with the fan service so yeah that's the two i've dropped
0: i'm really glad you said that because i was looking at that because i heard that it was basically a lost a version a manga version of lost exactly. and and literally that's like other than doctor it was like a close second i've watched that series probably about four or five times in my life and it's like i was like oh but so now i might have to reconsider that
3: I mean, I like i can i mean i can easily send you those volumes and see what you think of it um but for me it was just like nah. But I yeah. But it could just be a personal thing, uh, so I I I wouldn't say rule it out.
2: Okay, and um and Karen, what about you? Well, for the record, I just want to say I love Soul Eater, and it's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept that if you like the anime, you you kind of like that's all you really need. Like the manga's great; it has a different ending, but the anime is a really good adaptation. So I'm glad that you enjoyed that at least. Uh, for me, it was two series: so Blue Exorcist. Started out really awesome, uh, didn't live up to what I wanted it to be, and it got very slow paced. I think towards like the 10th volume, I stuck with it for a long time. And then the second one was uh, Black Butler, I didn't understand the <laughs> for Black
3: Excuse Butler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and like I'll be the first person to come to your house and thank you. <laughs> um,
2: I, I just think I, I understand that. There's a massive fan base for it and obviously people are very passionate about it as Hannah's quite clearly just shown <laughs> us. but I just couldn't get into it. it for me it wasn't as action packed as I was re- the other stuff that I was reading at the time. maybe it was just because I picked it up after I got really into like Naruto and stuff like that and it's not it's not the same kind of series. So if I had read it first, then maybe I would have had a different opinion of it, but for me it, I didn't really feel like I wanted to carry on buying it.
0: So, do you feel like fan service is a big big um can be re- like it's super important in terms of it can either be a deterrent or something that r- attracts people because for me I would never have even known what Jojo's was without seeing the fan service about it but it also then raised my expectations so high that when I read the first part I thought it was pretty shit now, I know that the, the rest of it, everyone says part three is one of the best things ever and stuff like that, but, you know, when you see such fan service, you expect that. Have you have you felt that, you know, like, especially coming from a position where you were writing, that uh, that was really kind of, you know, affecting the way that you were reading it or what your thoughts were on it?
1: I don't mind fan service personally, but uh, I, I try to avoid it on the whole because I feel it kind of drags me out of, the, uh, out of the zone when I'm reading. Like, I'll be enjoying a story and then it's like you're flipping through and it's like, oh, here's some boobs flipping through for you so i I think it's a deterrent for
0: me i can see it's yeah it's definitely either it's one or the other there's really there's really no middle line like you so and what about in terms of like the online fan service you know the the like the people that shout the loudest like we talk about like my hero academia as well that's probably kind of got the loudest fan base that there is right now um i know for a fact that that's kind of i mean i've still got so much to to read through that i'll get to it eventually but do you feel like that's a good thing or a bad thing for a manga, do you think?
1: Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's just all dependent on your your kind of tolerance for that kind of stuff. I mean, I haven't personally read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure specifically because I'm sick of seeing it everywhere. <laughs>
0: well, see, this is the thing that I mean, because I know like, that, Hannah, you have just recently read it. I don't know if Callum's read it, but, I mean, for me, I was just like... Oh, these people are really like annoying online on, on Twitter and stuff like that. But then at the same time, you know, it's that it happens with anything that's popular, but it's like, it happened with one direction and then BTS and everything like that. I don't know if, if this is, if this is the, the, the manga BTS at the moment, you know, um, how, when you started reading Jojo's, was it, were you aware of it beforehand or was it the kind of online fan service that made you go fine, I'll try it. And then you ended up liking it. Well, what, what was it?
3: Um, no, like uh, I mentioned this in one of my vlogs as well. I, I, had an inactive Twitter account, and like you know, I'd, I would just be on Facebook. But I basically spent like no time on social sh- on social media before I started this channel. So like I was very much out of the like Anna a Twitter world and all that. Which they are very passionate people and like Instagramers, eh, like manga Instagram. I had no idea that existed until I made this channel and decided to just make Instagrams and Twitters. Um, so. And what the only perception I'd had of JoJo's going in was basically what people on YouTube had said about it. Um, so just like our manga tube people, uh, and it was kind of not no one was super really uh, hyped it up for me. It was just a kind of like solid series that appears in a couple of people's top tens. But um, it was just yeah, it was just a random thing on Crunchyroll one day. I just decided to pick up the first. Uh, they just watched the first season and, and I like the idea that it was a different character each part I thought that was quite a unique thing so that's what kind of piqued my interest in it.
0: Oh that's quite interesting then you because you, you probably saw it from like a non-social media perspective of it you kind of actually found it legitimately. Alan, what about you have you had anything like that at all?
2: Um, yeah well, I have I have actually read Jojo's literally for the reason that you said that people um talk so loudly about it that it made me want to pick it up but i i already knew going in that the first part of it everyone says is absolute crap so it it was more of a slog actually i found to read because i want to know the background i want to know why everyone thinks it's crap but then when you do realize that it isn't great it did i did find it really really hard to stick to but um there's other series that I think that people shout really loud about but for good reason. Like I I wouldn't never have heard of Vinland Saga if not for Reddit because everyone on Reddit who posts collection pictures right. got Vinland Saga and that made me pick that up and I'm really glad that I did. Right, that's
0: probably one of the biggest success stories of that really when you think about, you know, Amazon Prime picked that one up now and it's, you know, got I don't know if any of you guys have watched the f- the first couple of episodes but it's just ridiculous. Um but i mean that and well Hannah, you just got villain saga as well so you're in for a treat with that as well um but again that was kind of it was like a weird underground unsung hero like you see you know the the colored books in everyone's collections and it and i think it was kind of the same as jojos but just people weren't shouting as fan like with villain saga than it and i think that for me that kind of made it a little bit more genuine i do not 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 that it wasn't genuine but it kind of held its own little thing that people don't need to shout about it And that's probably why I kind of felt like that. I think for me, the one that you know, you talk about, like, say, like for example, the big three. I always used to say, like, no matter you know how you know popular, if so, if so many people are screaming about something, there's has no matter what you think, there has to be something decent about it. Do you guys think that that is always the case? Especially when you look at the big three, there's a lot of people that you know argue about it. But then if there are so many people that are in love with it, especially you know um like one piece being the biggest one uh, do you feel like even if you dislike it that it's not it can't ever be bad because it's that many people like it like what what's kind of everyone's opinions on on that
2: i think it's somewhat circumstantial depending on like um like like you said about one piece like i will openly say that I've read 30 volumes of One Piece, and it's not for me, and I don't really like it, but it is the number one selling manga of all time, and it I would say it has the strongest fan base of any manga. Like, they will literally fight you to the death to say that it is the best manga. And after I've read 30 volumes, I'd say I have given it a good try, and from what I can tell, I think it's just because I've read so many other things that I think are similar to it that probably took inspiration from it like before I read One Piece. So Mm. I think it it all depends on when you read it and like maybe how old you are because some things are aimed at a certain age group. Like One Piece to me feels like it's aimed at the me that started reading manga when I was like 17, 18 and I would have loved it if I read it first. So I don't really know... Like, I just think, it, yeah, it's definitely circumstantial more than anything.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. So, Zach, I mean, obviously, you've had such a long history with, like, reading manga and, and watching anime. Do you find that, do you think that, depending on how much you like it, depends on, like, how ex- maybe experienced you are with reading it? Like, for me, I'm coming into everything new, so, like, everything's just like, well, I've never seen anything like this. Well, I've never seen anything like this. Um, whereas if you pick up, a like, say, a, a new kind of, unless it's groundbreaking something you know like a promised neverland or something exciting maybe like a dr stone you you might think you might see tropiness in something whereas someone maybe like me and hannah might not do you feel like that affects the way that you enjoy manga now at all or can you kind of just see past it and still enjoy stuff i i, I
1: personally can see past and enjoy stuff i think having read manga for so long you can kind of pick up what something's going to be like really early on so uh, i'm kind of blessed that i can read for example a volume of something and just know that i'm not going to like it then i don't have to invest too much time into it but
0: yeah well that's the thing because obviously you've been you said it was like nearly 20 years right uh 13 15 years oh 15 years right so obviously you if you're kind of getting that if you get a vibe straight like that from the start you can just like nip it in the bud straight away because you're going i've seen where this goes right and obviously you and i haven't necessarily had that and you're kind of seeing a lot of series like for the first time as well uh well i say series there's always going to be new series but like you're not going to see as many tropiness things at all are you finding that pretty much nearly every series that you're you're reading at the moment that you're just enjoying because of that or do you think it's just because they're genuinely good series
3: um yeah it's hard I do just want to kind of give every series a shot you know yeah if, if it's a popular series I want to give it a good shot and see okay what is what is everything about um I think uh, I've watched a couple of animes like fairy tales and stuff so like if I like the first arc and know that it's going to be one of those sh- one of those kind of shonen's where it's just a kind of they win the battle and they go on to onto the next battle, and blah blah blah. I know that that's something I wouldn't really like, so um, I always give it a good shot. Like those two series have both got up to volume eight before I realized okay, I'm going to stop uh, you know, spending my money on this. Um, but yeah, I feel like I find it hard to like drop series, I always want to love it. Um, so it was quite hard for me to like say no. There could be there's so many other things you want to read. Just put that on the back burner for now, and just uh, yeah, focus on stuff that you'll actually you know that you'll enjoy kind of thing.
0: See, I get I get the exact same thing. I always felt like that's that was like me with JoJo's. I kept thinking that like I, d- I don't want to read this anymore, but at the same time. I- I feel like if I do, I'm, I guarantee on the next page is going to be something that's going to turn me. Whereas, mess yeah, exactly. And I imagine like like someone like so Zach, for example, you've got the experience to kind of think that like you you feel like you're a lot more cutthroat with it. Like you can just be like. I'm okay missing this, like, I because you're so confident with it, you can be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, and
1: there ha- I've done that a lot, and then there have been series that I've seen people praise that I've dropped, and I, I go, okay, I'll give this another shot. I think, what was it, Black Clover, for example, is one of my favorite series now, um, but when I first started reading that, I hated it, absolutely hated it.
0: So, what do you think that it was about? That do you reckon it was just about? But you at that moment was not. It was just a mood-based thing, or do you think yeah, it was I, just?
1: I, I, I'm definitely quick to just kind of writing stuff off entirely, um, instead of giving them a chance. And I'm be, I'm kind of more open to giving stuff a chance now that I've gotten older. So,
0: yeah, just maybe uh, just like quite critical off the bat because that's essentially, what you're, especially when you're investing money in something or, or whatever, you're just like, this is not for me. Especially when you've got stuff like you know the China jump app and stuff like that. Does any? Do any of any of you guys consume it like that or are we all doing physicals? Uh,
1: most mostly physical, but I do read <clears throat> I read like the Shonen Jump stuff on the app.
2: Okay, what about you, Calum? I've tried I've tried it. Um I use it if like I just want to like I tend to there's like a free Viz Media thing that you can get a few chapters for free and I've read some stuff online through that, but I don't really like the idea of not owning things. Like the collector in me wants to own the physical book like i get really stupidly excited by like little details like a glossy kind of like embossed bit of writing or like a matte finish on a book or something like that so i don't get that through digital so i don't really like to buy it that way
0: no i get that i mean it's um i don't know if any of you guys have seen the vlog that i did where i went to germany and they're like all their they've got um rather than visits k's media over there and the way that they all their books just look so much nicer or everything like that and the 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 the, the collector or whatever it is the ocd part and you're just like i want to get these as well because they're just so much nicer do, does that's a good thing to go into does like um cover design book design affect the way that you would consider getting into a series or are you just basing it on story or do you see a cover and go i i need that on a shelf
2: yeah there's a few that i've bought purely based off the way they look and i'm like they've always been pleasantly surprising i haven't found any that i've bought from the covers that have been terrible so far i've been quite lucky with that but like one i can think of is uh, it's looking at me now doro hedoro it's like really like all the covers are really colorful and something about that just made me like i want to buy it and if anything's shrink wrapped i need to know what's in it like (laughs) it's seriously i need to buy it so anything like i've bought some stuff that's been really messed up in the past like mpd psycho was one of the first ones i got and it's so messed up um with like literally i think people like there's like flowers growing out of people's brains and their heads get cut off and stuff it was really weird but i had to buy it just because it was shrink wrapped. (laughs) hannah what about about you
0: because obviously you're you're quite new to it and you've actually quite um, amassed quite a bit of a collection already in that time do there's the way like does covers and spines is that is that a big influence on whether you're buying something or is it not at all really
3: well i mean straight away obviously you're you try not to judge a book by its cover but you can be drawn in by it um but then if i were to read the um the back of it or the first couple chapters and it, it was wasn't going to interest me i wouldn't I wouldn't just buy it just for the sake of having a nice cover. Like, I don't have the spare money to do that. I would mm. rather have series that I would definitely read. Um, like, the Gundam hardcovers, they look amazing. But, oh. I'm like, I'm not going to like that. Like, I don't even know what... I mean, maybe I should give it a shot, but I don't think I'm going to like that. So, But they, they look really nice, and I'm tempted just to pick one up because they, they look nice.
0: But. Well, that's the thing as well, because when... when... The way that I always think about it is it's like, all right, I can spend £15 and get this book that it looks stunning and I don't know much about, but then I can go, I can guarantee I could buy, you know, two books of this and I know that I can add that to that series that I still need. So it's like, how do you weigh up, you know, what it is that you're going to kind of decide where you're going to put your money at all or starting a new series as well? Do you feel like, because obviously you've kind of got uh, quite, you know, a large back catalog of stuff in your in your head of what you've read do you find that um you're more you stick to series more or do you more like okay to constantly add new series or you like one at a time like how are you kind of in terms of like when it comes to consumer manga like how do you kind of decide how you're gonna do it i have
1: no way of doing it i just kind of
0: consume as much as i can all at once (laughs) so i mean like if you're say you're halfway through a series and you go, right, I've got a bit of spare cash. Are you adding to the rest of that series or are you oh, yeah. picking up a new series? Yeah, yeah, I usually try I
1: try and finish off a series before buying a new one. Obviously, it hasn't worked out because I'm looking at a whole bunch of incomplete series on my shelf. So,
0: You think that's probably like the, the, the struggle of being a collector is you're never going to have it. What, what's everyone's TBRs like? I'll start with uh, Callum on this one.
2: Insane. I don't like to keep track of what I've... how much I've spent and things like that. Like, I know you guys some of you guys have got like spreadsheets of like how many volumes you've got, how many you've read and things like that. I just tend to, if I've got a bit of extra money, it always goes on manga regardless of whether I've got it loads stuff that I still haven't read. I I really like stocking up on things to always have, like, cause I read a lot of different genres. So I want to have things there that if I'm in the mood for something, I have something to go to and pick up and I'll always give, If there's a series that I think will be interesting, I always buy like a few volumes rather than just one because I don't like reading the first one and then being really like have the itch to carry on reading it. So my TBR, it's not as long as Jin Graves nearly, but it's I bet it's close because I have a lot of stuff I buy on eBay bulk stuff. I've got the whole of Nana and it's like twenty one volumes and I've read one of them. (laughs) <laughs> that's really good that's just one of the series that i've got so yeah i do want to finish it it looks really cool but i just don't have time
0: <laughs> hannah what about you what's your, your tbr like and you know especially when it comes to buying do you buy for the rest of the series that you're on or will you just go pick up something else outside of it?
3: um so i rough guess my tbr is about 30 volumes just now out of like 350. So that's only like don't know. Pretty good. Percent. Yeah. So that's alright. Um, that's the biggest it's ever been as well. Just because my birthday just happened. Um, I I basically set a limit of like about 30 volumes for my TBR, and then I go on a buy and ban, and then I complete everything you know except for maybe like the new series that I want to bulk read. Um, but I get my TBR down to like less than 10, say, and then I like like I wasn't binge and, not binge and purge, but like I do buy a lot and then buy nothing and then buy a lot. Um, that's just the way I, I, I go because I, I need to be stricter than myself because I would like I would go nuts like I would dive into every series that I want right now I would just buy and I need to be like calm down Hannah like is this like, yes you're a passionate person but let's just relax and let's just buy what you're going to read because then you'll live on the street <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's the thing as well there's always that risk of burnout as well because the, well, and I say that you don't want to ever feel obligated to finish stuff as well so if, you, if you've got such a huge TBR and you're like I want to spend, Um, because there's oh, naturally going to be that compulsion to, you know, you. there's nothing better than when the postman, like, brings you a new parcel, and you're just like, mm. oh, yes, which one's in here? Zach, what's your TBR like? It's pretty big, uh, like 40-something, and this is just, most of this is just stuff I've bought in, like, the last three weeks, too, so... Jeez. Well, I mean, the thing is, as well, is I think TBR is... It, when you include digital as well it's got to be crazy when you think of it like that because you've kind of especially like if you've got something like Shonen Jump app it's kind of like having Crunchyroll like you can you have you've got access to everything so you can like it depends like I think I think everyone would love to be caught up because like I always see people go did everyone read that new chapter that come out today and you're just like I bet that's a really fun place to be where everyone can share oh my god did you read the new chapter whereas you've got such a big TBR you're never going to get to that that stage but then at the same time it's kind of nice having that tbo because you've kind of got a little bit more of a goal to like work towards i guess um in terms of like like collecting and buying do does anyone feel like because now that they have a channel that they feel a little bit of pressure to bring stuff in i thought was zach here on this one yeah <laughs> I, I i bought a lot
1: of manga before i started my channel but since starting the channel i think my collection is pretty much tripled um and most of it is just like oh this would be i'm gonna get this and review it on the channel and that's my justification for spending money on it but
0: um i mean i haven't yet <laughs> reviewed a lot of it, so, um Adam, what about you do you have you felt like you felt either a bit of a pressure or like there's been an increase in it because of what you're doing uh
2: no i already spent an extortionate amount on manga before i started the channel i think it definitely has steered my kind of spends towards different more diverse series like i would have just probably bought the same old stuff and i've been trying to buy loads of different things to sort of talk about um but yeah i've i do need to stop like buying quite as much but i i'm quite fortunate in that i'm not really i always have money like saved and stuff and i always pay for things that i should pay for so i never go too far with it but i think my girlfriend would appreciate if i spent a bit more money on her (laughs) for the manga but i've got i've got comic-con coming up as well in two weeks so i can foresee i'm like a kid in a sweet shop like there's just going to be so much stuff there that i want to get and i might just take out a certain amount of money and not spend over that and that's just how i'll manage it be fine what about you hannah
3: um a little bit it's funny cuz i like i see all these channels pop up and then it's like with these massive manga hauls and i'm like are they just buying that just so they can make a great big massive haul mm. video
2: that's how i feel
3: i would i would never do that for goodness sake but then i did feel myself like in forbidden planet like I could have three more volumes in the, in this next haul video and so subconsciously i think i am buying a little bit more just in the last 2 months than uh but not too much i always did buy like, quite a lot every month um so uh, yeah kind of actively trying to kind of slow myself down and just yeah with the tbr limits and stuff like that to limit myself
0: yeah does anybody else kind of like feel like it's a bit of a shame that the emphasis on manga at the moment seems to be holes and not necessarily the actual i would say content because it holds our content and stuff like that and the the fact that they seem to be the ones that you know you can put out like I'm pretty sure we've all put out a haul out, and it's been one of the more popular videos that we've put out. And you kind of feel like, well, I'm sat on this, which I've really put a lot of time and effort into. Um, that it has to be something that we've all spent money on and everything like that. Does anybody else feel like that's like that's just the way it's always going to be, or do we think that there's going to be a, a, a point where, you know, like don't get me wrong, like it's always great to see like the 2,000 volume collection video, but like you know, if I. I don't know. Personally, I would feel like it'd be a shame if my channel was just a monthly haul and just, like, a, every couple of months a new collection video. Um, none of us seem to really do that. Obviously, I feel like we all do do some of those videos because, you know, and haul videos are a part of it and it's not knocking them, but do we feel like is anyone making a conscious effort to steer away from that?
2: I think I I'm not planning on doing one again until maybe some sort of significant kind of milestone for me anyway it's weird because my opinion on them's changed since being like a viewer versus being like a creator because I always just used to watch them religiously like I would literally binge the hell out of oh look at what this guy's bought look at what that guy's bought and then on the flip side of it when you actually start making videos and you realize how there's not a lot of like well the collection the full collection ones will take a long time to film but if you're just going to film this is what i bought and it doesn't take too much time and i appreciate now more of the like in-depth stuff like that takes more time to edit and and i just sort of wish that other people kind of could see how long it actually takes to create those videos and they would get kind of like the the love that they deserve, like rather than just look at what I bought, like it it does annoy me a little bit. But yeah, I'm not I'm not planning on doing another one for for a while, just out of I don't want to sort of build my channel off those because you always guarantee like subscribers if you put out haul videos, and I'd rather just do it off what I think is you know the sort of stuff that I want to create. So I'm I'm making a point of not doing them for a while. Yeah, H- Hannah, how do you feel about it?
3: Um. I just think it's funny because like I feel like I'm in a position where I could just choose random 40 volumes for my shelf and then go oh huge 40 volume manga haul and no one would know that I didn't buy them that month yeah it's and it's it's weird that it's you know I like haul videos because people you normally have like a quick insight into a, a series that I might be interested in it's not actually just about oh this guy spent a lot of money so it is a shame that people you know only look for the halls rather than just like the overviews of the series which is what i find more fun to to film um but so i think i probably will just have a kind of honest like either every month or every second month just this is what i've brought into my collection just because it gives me the chance to you know talk about series that i'm obviously really like the fact that i'm adding them to my collection um but i'm not doing a collection video for a while that took so long (laughs) to to film a collection video i didn't even film it it was just like uh pictures i took of the whole thing and then i had to do the voiceover and then i had to match it all up and it was just like i might do one like once a year a collection video but yeah not for a while uh yeah
0: zach what was your what's your thoughts on it all
1: um i mean i like them as a creator because i've gotten most of my subscribers i think from the, the two haul videos that i put out um i i as a viewer, I haven't pers- I don't personally watch them because I, I just I don't just, I really care to be honest, but I just find it kind of weird that uh, more people are interested in like what you've bought rather than like your kind of insight and thoughts to, to a series. so um,
0: yeah, that's all I, I really have. Yeah, they, they, they care about more about what you bought and not what you thought, yeah. <laughs> you know like I think because um, like, like you said, like I, I feel like we all see the kind of channels out there that just like once a month just put their monthly video out and it's a whole video out and it just you know they'll get like a few thousand subscribers and you're just like okay then that's that's what you want to do then that's fine but I just feel like there's so many people that really it's like what Kevin was saying people put a lot of creativity a lot of time into something and then it just kind of goes under the radar and or because their people will see they'll brush past it they'll see like it's got like so little views and no one subscribed to that channel they just assume that that video is worthless whereas they'll see like a whole video where it's just a you know just some darkly lit hands really quiet audio and someone just showing you a poorly lit book saying hey guys here again um you know and then they're not really going into it that much and stuff like that and i just feel like you don't get any personality through and i'd i i do not know maybe i beat on this one a little bit too much but i just kind of feel like it's um i don't know i just feel like it's a bit of a waste of if you're gonna spend time like everyone's here's quite busy and trying to like get time to like make videos and stuff I just feel like you're not really utilizing that time of being creative because you've got these books that are so creative and then you're being really uncreative with them that i, fo- I that's how i personally think as well because like like the manga wars thing you could just go here's my bleach collection videos you know uh, uh, uh not video so you know whole uh, collection here and people it would probably get views but then when you start putting together you get creative with them you create conversation and debate and people get to know you so then if you were to eventually put a video out and it wasn't a haul, people just be like, I don't care. That's how I always feel like it'd be a shame because I've always seen those channels. They put one random video out that's not related and no one watches it and no one cares about it. Um, So what I want to do is obviously we've kind of, I've taken, God, we've been going for a, quite a while. Um, One last topic and then I want to kind of do a little word association game, which I know everyone's kind of highly anticipating. Um, <laughs> anime versus manga we talked about it in our discord a little bit briefly but we've kind of saved it for for here um now i i know that some of us don't watch as much anime and some do um i'll start with zach just because you've kind of got the longest kind of history with this how do you decide when you so say for example you watched an episode of an anime and you go that was a really strong start do you go right i'm saving this for a manga i want to not watch it or how do you kind of decide what how you, you you're going to consume this particular one is um, if
1: I'm really into the anime I will I'll watch the whole anime and then I'll pick up where the anime leaves off if there's more manga to continue it um on the whole I mostly read more manga just because I just don't have time to sit down and watch a lot of anime whereas I do kind of have time there's more time for me to read manga really so
0: yeah I mean even though it's more expensive you're getting your time back almost in a way yeah. Yeah. um I, I've noticed that with one piece already you know like I just did an arc review it took me three and a half no two and a half volumes to read and it was like 10 episodes long
1: you have to have no job to be able to like watch all of one piece i think
0: yeah but i feel like that's a lot a lot there's a lot of series like that we had like with monster as well it was the same case you know one scene was dragged out over to you know so like do you find that um you would you, you value your time more than you know particularly like money in a sense like that when it comes to the way that you consume it yeah, i do and i
1: find that there are like manga that do drag out and or anime that drag out certain parts of the manga like that just are unnecessarily like dragged out um and on the other side there are anime that do that very well where they just condense entire series like Inuyashiki yashiki was something like i think eight volumes maybe and they crammed it all into like 11 episodes and it was really well done um and then there's stuff like naruto and, and bleach to an extent that uh just drag on and on so
0: yeah I, I don't know if anyone's seen the new episode of doctor i mean the, the first episode of dr stone but i thought that that was unlike i i expected that to be something that was dragged out but there was no there wasn't even like an intro scene you know like a, a intro kind of like anything like that and there was a time lapse where most i thought like most anime probably would have made like three episodes out of um kind of what about you because do you do you watch a lot of anime
2: uh i don't watch as much as i used to i think that i have found personally that like you say that the filler kind of episodes really spoil it sometimes you definitely there's a benefit to reading the manga because it is so fast-paced but i do enjoy finding sort of um there's a lot of like light novel ad- adaptations for anime and things like that or just original series like some of my favorites are like Bakuno and Psycho Pass, that I think they have since made a manga based off of that but it wasn't originally a manga and they're like so worthwhile that I feel bad for people who don't ever try and watch anime and stuff but I definitely agree that there's some things that can't um really translate very well into anime there's certain series like i don't want them to make a good night pump Pum on anime or a, like a vagabond anime because the art style is so unique and it only really suits being read in my opinion so i don't really i don't ever want that to happen
0: yeah i think that was a, a lot of people's worry with uh vinland saga especially as well but when but something like vagabond i've not read it but i've seen the art style and it's it's almost too specific and i think a lot of that happened with the junji ito collection as well i think a lot of people i was really excited about it and then i it just didn't translate but then there are some that that do translate is there any any in particular that you felt like this was made for anime almost more so than the manga
2: some of the um like the music related ones i think are obviously better in anime format like your lie in april uh, is one of my favorite anime of all time, I would say. And that's just because the music in it was so well done. And there's certain things like Mob Psycho 100, like if you look at the art style, the original art style for that, it's just so um, like basic. But then the anime is so like wildly creative that I think there's certain things that... It's like Swings and Roundabouts. There's certain things that you can only seemingly do in animation, I think. And then there's certain things that are only really suited to actually being drawn out in in manga.
0: So, do you think that like um, say say something say example like um, like battle manga and stuff like that? Do you think that that's more suited to like you could even say like One Punch Man that the um, the art style in it is really really nice. But I felt like especially in season one, it was like I actually preferred watching the anime than 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 reading it. Do you feel like there are certain ones that just what what, actually let me rephrase that are there certain like genres that you feel like necessarily kind of other than music like you said that kind of really kind of benefit uh, anime and almost kind of like one-up it
2: um i think horror for sure is something that i find is better in anime personally than manga like i think that um there's some pretty creepy because because you've got the audio side of it as well It can really set the atmosphere a bit better and then like comedy stuff like i can't for some reason if i read something uh i don't know whether it's just because i can't make like funny voices in my head as i read it but i don't really find it very funny when it's trying to be funny in manga whereas anime they can do very theatrical things and the voice actors play a huge role in making it funny for me so yeah i'd say horror and manga uh, horror and comedy definitely
0: yeah, and, and hannah what about you like how what's your consumption of anime to manga and kind of obviously you've been collecting manga quite recently so what's kind of your history with it
3: yeah so i mean i started watching a couple of animes but there was always something that didn't really sit right with me like i would always kind of get a bit bored or a bit distracted through it um and actually, I would say my like gateway into this like love for manga isn't through anime; it's through just reading novels. So I was like, I'm always someone who would prefer the novel to the the film, like Harry Potter, for example. Like I grew up reading those, and I always prefer the the film, like almost almost every every single one. Um, so I just kind of find that I'm the same when it comes to manga and anime. So I would much prefer just to sit and completely just like find it's for me. It's like a, a headspace thing. So like, for example, we were watching *Vinland Saga and I mean, this was like one of the best animes I've seen like in the last couple of years, definitely. It was like absolutely beautiful. I could not get over like the cinematography. It was like fantastic. But like I was still like checking my phone and stuff and like my wee voice in my head was like, oh, you've got work tomorrow. Like you've got to do all this stuff. Whereas, um, so I kind of lost, you know, I was kind of like, what's just happened? whereas when i'm reading i'm completely just like zoned out there's no there's no other thoughts going on in my head i'm j- literally just in the zone just in the in that world i feel like i'm just transported into it way more than i do with anime but that's probably just a personal thing yeah
0: yeah i think um especially something that um kind said there um my voice acting th- I find quite important because obviously I prefer reading manga before I watch an anime just because I can kind of decide what they sound like and there's been a few times where I've then watched an anime and been like oh that's not that's not what I thought and I didn't like that character um and then there's been some that have completely surprised me do you feel like it's that there's a I'll start with you said do you feel like there's a best way to would you would you prefer to read the manga first or an anime just because of that because I always personally feel like if I watch an anime then I go to manga. I'm taking that character's voice with me, and I can't get it out otherwise. Do you feel like that, or you managed to like kind of bypass that? No. Um, especially like
1: Black Clover. I read a lot of the manga first, and then the anime came out. and I can't even watch the anime. I can't stand the the, like Asta, the main character's voice at all. Like it's just not
0: to me, not a good fit. I don't think. So you've managed to see it and then dissociate, it, like kind of break the shackle free, and then go and make it yourself. Yeah. So do if have you found that that's happened a few times, or do you kind of? Um, yeah, like what's your ratio of how they get it right? Do you feel like you get it right a lot of the time? They, yeah, oh, yeah, they get it
1: right a lot like it's done right a lot of the time I think this is just kind of one outlier that it was really hard to ignore So,
0: Okay, and kind of have you kind of found the same thing like do you read? Have you kind of gone from manga to anime and it been successful or do you find it sometimes hard if you've not enjoyed an anime to go back and then reading an, an anime and it's just like hard to not dissociate certain things
2: yeah I kind of have to pick one or the other like I can't really if I've read the manga I don't often watch the anime unless it's got like an anime original ending like I really there's a, there's a few exceptions just because of the story so much so Full Metal Alchemist I've watched both the anime and the uh, manga and the original anime as well because that had a different ending but it kind of has to bring something different to it or It'll tend to be if I think the story is really worthwhile and I want to know how it ends, but I'm not really enjoying the way that it's portrayed. so uh, attack on Titan for me, the art style is really difficult to kind of get past, but I can understand why it's so well received because it is so good. So I read the manga for that first and then I really kind of didn't enjoy it, so I went and watched the anime instead so i think there's there's definitely a place for both but i do struggle if i if i know there's an anime coming out for the manga because i am a, mostly a manga collector i will read the manga first and then decide if it's worthwhile watching the anime as opposed to watching the anime because then i will probably not go and read the manga afterwards
0: okay yeah so, so zach i'll come to you with this one like so say a new series like a you know promise neverland comes out uh or dr stone how do you and and you say you've you've not read or watched either? How are you choosing? What do you base it on? Um That's a good question.
1: I'll usually just go online and just see if anyone's think, like saying anything good about it. Like I'll check some reviews, I'll check like YouTube to see what people are thinking about. Um if there's an upcoming anime that I think looks pretty cool, I'll usually check out a volume or two of it. Um that was like Pre Promised Neverland. I like they saw the anime trailers like this looks pretty cool. So uh grab the volumes of it and uh yeah, it's just one of my favorite series now
0: yeah that that series mind-blowing um all right so what we'll do is we'll we'll end this off because i've already realized that i've taken up loads of your guys time i appreciate you guys being on here this has been really awesome so i thank you all for coming on uh we'll do a little word association so let's not be frightened i think it can be fun so essentially what i'll do is i'll say one word and then in terms of like manga or something like that you just have to say the first thing that comes to your mind so what we're going to do is just because in an order of clicks it's easiest for me i'll start with Zach, then we'll go Callum, then we'll go Hannah, and back like that. So I'll just say a word, and then you guys say the first thing that comes to your mind. And just to make it a little bit difficult, try not to say the same thing. All right? Okay. All right. So this is called (laughs) Manga Association. All right. So if I say the word art, what comes to your mind, Zach?
2: Um, Inio Asano. Callum. Vagabond. Hannah.
3: Any manga cover?
0: <laughs> Touche. Alright, next one. Comedy.
2: Pass. <laughs> uh, Gintama. Okay. Skip beat.
0: Okay. Shonen. Uh, Naruto.
2: Bleach. Battles. Okay, okay. Aura. Jinji Damn, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, I- being scared.
0: There you go. Okay. All right. All right. Um, the next one is badass.
2: Golden Camel. Uh I'm gonna go with Gantz.
3: Tokyo Ghoul.
2: Okay.
0: All right, this is where the, these last two are. It's probably where it might get controversial. Overrated. My Hero Academia.
2: One
3: Piece.
2: Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sh- oh, okay. Okay. Wow, mic drop. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then the last one we'll we'll end it with is underrated.
2: Fire Punch uh doro
3: Hidoro, ajin semi-human
2: that is a good good
0: shout good answer (laughs) all right guys well what we'll do is we'll we'll end it there thank you guys so much what i'll do is just uh one by one just quickly go through let people know where they can find you um what you're doing and if you've got anything coming up let them know so zach hit my man you can find me on twitter at zach
1: j godin uh or on
0: youtube.com slash youtube
1: shelf I probably
2: have videos coming up this week. not sure yet, but uh, yeah. All right. Adam. Uh You can find me at yeah, YouTube forward slash on the shelf 64. And then I'm on Instagram as on the shelf 64. But then confusingly enough, I'm on Twitter as on the shelf two. Uh, I don't know why that's the case. And yeah, I've got another manga wars that I'm going to film uh, either today or tomorrow. And then... I'm gonna leave the rest as a surprise,
0: and Hannah will finish for you.
3: Um, yeah, so I'm Highland Manga on YouTube, Twitter, everything, because there is only one Highland Manga. Um, and yeah, I'll just be doing uh, yeah some hauls and collecting videos, and also maybe some vlogs or some. I've got like a, a I'm like analysing my collection currently, so there'll be kind of like mathsy stuff and analytical stuff in there as well. Yeah
0: perfect all right and that's everything for this episode so thank you guys so much for watching i want to thank my awesome guests as well i'm just so glad we kind of got to do this because we talked about it for a little while and we finally got it and we there was a time last night we did think we were going to do this poor callum was uh was in a and e last night but he he pulled through yeah. um but yeah so if you have made this point of the video please do uh, hit the like button and if you haven't already uh, hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to all the guys as well uh, in this. Their links are going to be in the description below. Um, and we'll see you next time. So, for me and all the guys in the pod, see you later. Bye.
3: Bye.